welcome into Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast. We are your hosts, myself, Disfat Bidge. We have Matt Regan. Regan, how are you? Great to be here. I am great. How's everybody else? You say that every time, and I'm starting to not believe you. It's great to be here. I've been better. <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to be a happy, have... happy podcast. Yeah, you know, we're approaching middle age. We've all been better. Ryan, how are you doing? Doing great, man. NFL draft week. Ready yeah, to go. It's exciting stuff. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. And some of you have probably seen on our socials that we have a guest host today. He specializes in some prop bets. We have Ryan's brother, Jerry Haynes. Jerry, how are you? Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, you know, anytime, anytime we will take your tip. (laughs) (laughs) Right to the point. (laughs) Or the tip. Uh, Just, yeah, just, just start it out. Just start out. Just warming you up, Regan. That's all. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not right. (laughs) Jerry has no idea what he signed up for. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) All right. So, Jerry, uh, we will be having a draft game, which we'll get into later. We'll discuss the rules and how we're going to play. Three of us. Regan, Ryan, and I will play it, and uh, you will be uh, critiquing how dumb we are in our picks or how smart we are. So hopefully uh, hopefully we impress you. Uh, so yeah, like I said, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, some prop bets. Hey, Jerry, if you could uh, just elaborate more on what uh, prop bets, the rules, the, uh, the over-under lines, stuff like that, if you could. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so your your prop bets are basically um, for the draft are going to be which position a skilled player is going to go at. And for example, uh, Kyle Pitts is expected to go around the fourth pick. So they're going to give you a line of five and a half. Is he going to go pick five or pick six? You have to decide, and and the odds are going to be based on how many people are laying money on which side of that. Gotcha. So the line would be plus 200 for the over, or what? give me an example like that. So what you want to look at is anything plus 200 or anything plus money is going to be an upset. Anything minus money, is that is the amount of money you're going to have to lay down to win a hundred dollars so it's based in hundred dollar increments so if you are looking at minus 120 you're gonna have to lay 120 down to win a hundred you know plus your bet back um so you're looking at minus money that's going to be a favorite looking at plus money that's going to be an underdog and the odds are going to extend or um basically contract to um how much of a favorite or an underdog the bet is all right, right on. Seems simple enough. Uh, it's I'm pretty new to this, so you could say I'm a version at prop betting. So thanks for taking it easy on me, Jerry. I appreciate it. No problem. I'll walk you right through it, buddy. Oh, you, you can walk me. You can make me crawl. Whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we we won't be crawling. <laughs> All right. So so Jerry, I hear you. Uh, you got a sixty uh, percent winning percentage on the uh, college football from last season. So you won some big money, huh? Buying a new boat or what? No, I went a little over break it even. So we're, we're good right. there. Um, and that's you know that's really all you're looking for because because every bet is a risk. And the way that the house has it now, the casinos have it. I mean, everything odds related is going to be a 50 50 shot and and um what's exciting about the draft and these mock lineups tonight is that these top players in this draft are what decided they were big deciding factors in these games that have won or lost money all right right on and uh also you are the winner of our dynasty league that ryan and i are involved in you you debuted Last season, and you you brought home the bank, and so 
you had Kamara carry you to a win, which was awesome. So congrats on that. Uh, thanks. Now you just make me blush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you beat your brother is what we're saying. Oh, everybody beat Ryan. <laughs> hey, listen, man's dynasty. One year means so, nothing. He's stacked on draft picks for this year as well and next, so he's going to be in pretty good shape. You're going to need him. All right, man. Fight <laughs> words. We built. All right. So year one. Yay. Hey, hey, you don't know. You you might have to start from a uh, extension draft, you know? Ooh. The Houston Texans. My rebuild's done, man. One year, I'm good to go. Contending this year, moving forward. That's true. All right, and with that, uh, let's get into some questions with Jerry uh, right now on uh, what kind of bets we're looking at, Uh, get his advice. Uh, Just a disclaimer, we are doing this on Monday, April 26th right now. So if lines change, we apologize. That's out of our control. If you lose money, that is not our fault. That is your fault for being stupid to take our tip. The wrong tip. But you took the wrong tip. (laughs) If you you win money, then you're smart and you owe us a 25% commission fee. At least a share. Yeah, you know. At least a like on Facebook or something. <laughs> <laughs> Follow on Twitter, you know, a couple retweets a month. That's fine. Like All it. right, let's uh, start out with Ryan. Ryan, what's the question you got for Jerry right now? Yeah, so, uh, so Jerry, one prop that stands out to me, uh, I think this is on everybody's mind right now. So what happens at 3, 4, and 5? So just to recap, the Niners traded into the third spot, and the Falcons have, have been silent throughout the draft process, and they're in the fourth spot. Uh, I know who you like at three, uh, so if you want to go into that a little bit and then just tell us your favorite line with this prop and why. So I do I do like um, Trey Lance at three. Um, I see Trey Lance being a true red shirt player with Jimmy Garoppolo as the bridge, um, which will take some of the pressure off of Kyle Shanahan. Um, whereas Jimmy G has a bad game, they'd be screaming, the fans would be screaming to put Mac Jones in or Justin Fields in. You're not going to have that kind of pressure with Trey Lance. And he's a dual threat that's going to fit right into the offense, especially behind Jimmy G. Um, as far as the fourth pick, man, I don't have a clue. If if anybody's gonna screw that thing up, it's gonna be the team that screwed up a twenty-eight to three lead. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have a lot of faith in Atlanta. Um, I don't think they're taking a quarterback um, just because they signed Matt Ryan to that extension, a two-year deal, and um, there would be a huge dead cap hit of forty and a half million, even if they they decided to use him as a bridge quarterback and then start one of these young guys um, in twenty twenty-two. Um, so what they do, I think they trade down, but I can't tell you who's going to move up there, and I, I just I don't have anything there. Um, but uh, pick number so you're five. You stay away from that. Sorry to butt in there. I I'm saying if uh, you're going to play the odds, um, you I I would say that they they pick up Kyle Pitts um, if they stay at that position. Okay. Um. And that would, you know, um, as a prop at, you know, Kyle Pitts, five and a half, I I would put him on the under and lean that way if they keep that pick. But that's such a crapshoot whether or not they they hold that pick or move down because you don't know what they're going after. Um, They have a lot of holes on that team that they need to fill. So um, moving on to pick five, Cincinnati, everybody is screaming for them to get weapons. And every mock draft, they, they're picking up weapons. Uh, CJ Chase going a lot at five. Um, I'm going to go a different direction on that. I think they're going to go with uh, Panay uh, Sewell. I think that's how you – Panay Sewell. Um, perfect. perfect. The, Good enough for government work. Yeah, yeah. The, the big lineman out of Oregon, 325 pounds. Um they're going to want to protect Joe Burrow this year after last year's debacle, as as opposed to going for a weapon. I know he may want a weapon, but he may also find it a personal attack if they don't get someone to protect him. That's a good point. All right, Regan, what uh, what do you got for Jerry? All right, so first off, 
I find it amazing that we have Google these days, and I never looked up what these draft these prop bets me- meant, <laughs> like the over under and stuff. I had no clue, so I appreciate that, and I hope this helps uh, yeah. others as well. Uh, I guess uh, so. My first one is um, the total quarterbacks that are drafted in round one. Uh, that the over under is five point five. I can't think of another quarterback that would go in the first round. Do you know of one? Or do you think this is a possibility? I don't think it's a possibility. And and if you look at the odds, I believe as of this morning, it was like minus 360 or minus 380 to jump on that under. Because there's just a, a top five that stands out. And um, there's a, the second tier is, is like maybe mid-round, uh, second round. Um so you have your top tier of the top five guys, and I can't see any team being desperate enough to step up to that second tier of guys in the first round. No, so actually that brings me to like my, my second part of that question. So the one I got last night was the over was 350, and the under was negative 450. Now, what, what do you find, you know, like if you know something's a sure thing, like for the most part, do you feel comfortable putting that down? That's a lot of money. The three fifty to lay down. So you're basically, you're laying down three fifty to win a hundred. Um, and the way that my luck works, I hate those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't touch them because because if something does go wrong, it, it's going to get screwed up somehow. And I mean that's that's a reach. I mean I'll go minus one fifty, minus one seventy, stuff like that. But I won't go below below uh, you know minus two hundred just because that's such a risk. And then you know that. If that one little chance of something crazy is going to happen, it's going to happen to me. Right. Uh, no, I appreciate that. That's good to know. So yeah. stay low. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, anything, it, you know, it's never a given. Right. But uh, anything, you know, minus 200 or uh, down to minus 100 is, you know, a safe bet. But you're not you're not wagering a ton and, and risking a huge loss either. Yeah. You can put I'm in three give- bets for one, so... One name, Jordan Love. Think about how many bets lines that he ruined last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nobody's right. And he hasn't yeah. played yet. <laughs> I mean, he probably won't for a couple more years. Correct. Ouch. As you say, the uh, Patriots are rumored about either Trask or Kyle Mond or What's his name? Kellen Yeah. And Did you guys see that he... leak? The the leaked picture of of Love on their desk or whatever. No. No. You know, the Patriots. I think they. It was the Patriots or Green Bay posted a, a picture of like, hey, we're hard at work looking at things, and a trade from New England to Love was on there. No. I think. Geez. Yeah. So uh, you never know. Just saying. <laughs> Maybe they just called. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to throw that out there. Oh, no. no you're fine. You're all right. All right. So I got one question for you. Uh, Jerry, Devante Smith, the over-under at 11.5. Over is plus 100. The under is 140. Uh, thinking the over because I think other teams are going to pass on them and get all the quarterbacks, the top five. Uh, and then defensive players are going to start going off the board, too, for a couple teams that are in desperate need of a defensive player. So uh, what are you feeling out about that? I I actually have them at 11. I have them being picked up by yeah, the right Giants. Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's right line. there at 11 and a half. It's a very good line. Um, I would lean under on that just because I think the Giants are such a good fit for him with as flashy as he can be. And... Um, you know, I, I don't think they're as concerned about the size as some of these other, like, you know, Detroit wants a big guy. Um, and, you know, the receivers coming off the board, I think Jalen Waddle's a better fit in Philly. Um, I just think Devonta Smith at 11, the Giants are calling him. Well, I would not have thought of that after them getting Kenny Galladay, but, hey, you never know. They, and that's another team with a lot of holes, but I think they, they're picking right. up another weapon to. Uh, they got to. They got to try to make Daniel Jones look good. Well, they're going to be moving on from. Yeah. 
they're gonna be moving on from Sterling Shepard and probably Evan Ingram. So after the season, so they got to invest in some weapons. So makes sense. Yep, That's a good call. All right, Ryan. Next question. All right, this one's a good one. So the other bet that I'm interested in, you got it as always, is uh, the over/under on SEC players taken in the first round. So I know how uh, how much everybody loves the SEC. So uh, there are a few wide receivers that uh, can really swing the pendulum either way. Um, so those receivers are Elijah Moore from Old Miss, Kadarius Tony from Florida, and Terrace Marshall from LSU. The latter being the most interesting to me. Uh, so we have a mock that's going to be um, going up on our socials uh, tomorrow. And we have Terrace Marshall going 19th in the first round uh, via trade to the Lions. So what's your prediction on the over-under uh, for the SEC? And which of these wide receivers makes it into the first? And who's left on the outside looking in? All right. So um, as far as SEC players... And even with seven Bama players that I have going, I'm still going with the under at 12 and a half. And that's with seven Bama players making it. Um, and then as far as receivers, I have Terrace Marshall um, at kind of being bounced out of the first round now after those failed medical um, medical tests or, or whatever it was that was rumored. And he was, you know, targeted around 27 at, with Baltimore. And... Um, I, I think they're more likely to take Rashad Bateman now. Um, I think he gets bounced, and I think Kadarius Tony actually gets bounced to the second round as well. Um, and I have Elijah Moore going somewhere uh, around 29th. I think Green Bay is a really good fit for him at 29. I think nice. Terrace Marshall with his size. I think I think the Lions historically have taken receivers with, with size. I know that they have a new GM in Brad Holmes, a new head coach in Dan Campbell. Uh, but the, the fours have been around forever. And if you look at their history over the last 15, 16 years, I mean, they've swung and missed a lot on first round picks, but consistently they're picking guys, six, two, six, three, six, four, looking for those big weapons. So I think Terrace Marshall fits that mold. I know he has some medical concerns, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can see them taking him as a flyer, you know, mid to late first round. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I, I could also see a scenario where Jamar Chase falls to them, and at six one two hundred, he's he's right on the fringe of being a, a big guy for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I could I could see them spending this seventh if Jamar Chase does fall to them, meaning like um, Atlanta trades out, Miami takes their Kyle Pitts. Um, I think he could fall to uh, seven, and then I think Jamar Chase is a uh, at six one two hundred could could. That could be a landing spot for him as well. Yeah, to add on that, uh, it was crazy to see Adam Scheffler reported today that uh, the draft Adam po- prospect who? Adam Scheffler. Scheffler, <laughs> give me a break. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, we got you from earlier. <laughs> yeah, right. You uh, reported that draft prospects uh, medical information has uh, is still trickling in, and uh, so not everyone has this info, which could make a big impact in uh, some of these uh, projections so far. That's a really good point. No, I thought that it's was a crazy. Weird year, like we've been saying. Yeah. yeah. Projections. Yes. But I, I guarantee you all teams that are interested in, in wide receivers, the, uh, the right personnel has the info already. Um, right. But as far as like mocks and projectors and, and writers, I mean, they're going to be lost on it. Very good. Uh, where are we next, uh, Regan? Oh, me, yeah. So I think this is the one that I stole from you, Mac. The Jalen Waddle. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's all right. Sorry, I apologize. It's all right. So this is me and Mac's question. Uh, Jalen Waddle over Mac under twelve point five. I hate your face. Uh, so in a lot of mock drafts, I've been seeing Waddle go before Smith. So necessarily as the second overall wide receiver in the draft, um, I personally have going sixth overall to Miami. The thing is, Miami, there's been a lot of talks about them trading out of the sixth pick. Sixth pick. So um, I didn't know where that left you, but I am going so much farther up, you know. And the over under is negative one ten. Yeah, so that's that's basically a pick 'em. Uh, you go like one ten to to make a hundred. Um, 
regardless of which way you pick. The house right. wants to get ten bucks. So um I have him actually at twelve. So he's right on that bubble. And I don't know if that line that line I believe moved. I think it's twelve even now, and it may wow. have even gone down to eleven and a half. So that line's gonna flex. Um, depending on how many people are laying the wood on him going to uh the Giants or Philly, it's gonna bounce that line back and forth. Um I have him as a really good fit in Philly if he makes it that far. Um, because I think if Jamar Chase goes earlier, he could go to the Lions right at seven. Yeah, that's a good call. So yeah. say Atlanta, Atlanta stays in it and they take Kyle Pitts, Miami takes Jamar Chase. Um, that would put him, I think, as the number three receiver with Detroit at seven. Good insight. Still think he's going to Miami, but you never know. <laughs> and that would make that bet a no-brainer. <laughs> and you don't know because there there is so much talent in this top fifteen this year, and it's a and it's a deep receiver draft too. So, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'll switch in a bit of gears here. Uh, is there any bets on uh, like defensive players being taken and over underline? So I was reading. Uh, that the last time a defensive player wasn't taken in the top 10 was in 1957. So I was wondering, like, is there any bets out there where you can say 9.5 over and under that defensive player, not just a specific one, just any of them, being taken in the top 10? Have you seen anything like that out of your books? I mean, I've been looking a lot. I haven't seen anything like that. Um, and, and I... I've seen like the number of corners and the numbers of safeties and the number of defensive linemen all in separate bets, but I haven't seen a defensive player likely to go in the top 10 yeah, um, and, and what the likeliness of that is. But I do believe that Patrick Sertain goes to Dallas at number 10. Mm. Yeah. I've seen them all separated by a position, not just a defensive player. None of them, right. None of the lines were, below 10 at all so i think the closest i saw was 10.5 so so yeah and, and i would take, take the, the under, under on that yeah i would too save dallas um, i would say he goes um he goes right to dallas and yeah. then um i have you know and i have you know at the 14 spot i have jalen phillips uh going as well for for the next defensive player so i have him being the second defensive player mm. uh Speaking of, uh, sorry, before you take your uh, question, Ryan, uh, we'll spend a few more minutes on this. Uh, what do you bet on, Jerry? So you're in Rhode Island, so it's a bit more easy than people like me in Mass. I have to cross the border, but uh, what kind of apps do you bet on? You go into the casino, like in Uncut Gems, throw the cash at him. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... You know this. This is tough because uh, Rhode Island Sportsbook is, does not actually have any lines right now for the for the draft. I don't know if they plan on doing them or not. If they're waiting to put them out, um, so there's nothing available in Rhode Island through the app anyway. I haven't been to the casino to check. Um, gotcha. The lines that I'm getting, the lines that I, I've been reading off of and consistent with this whole week with looking at this have been through Vegas Insider, which is powered by DraftKings. So if you set up through DraftKings. I think you have to cross over the New Hampshire border, believe it or not. Right. So. Yeah, as I was saying, you got to hop the border. Not yeah. that far for us. Yeah, there's no wall there either. Highly discouraged. <laughs> no wall there. Highly discouraged. Fantasy football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling located. anybody to do that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you wanted to put one in. <laughs> oh, we want to put multiples. You in, have to be so. a New Hampshire resident. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm taking a two-hour drive. Everybody stay safe and do it legally, please. You'll, you'll make it there in 90 minutes. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you got another question? Bring back fireworks, uh, too. One more for each of us. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm fresh out of questions, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, well, the insight that Jerry's given to us has been fantastic, though. And again, really appreciate you coming on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Me. Uh, Regan, you got anything? No, Jerry was a jerk and used mine as an example. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I, th- Actually, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so it's the it's the Kyle Pitts over under. Uh, I don't know if it changed. Oh, uh, I, oh, I know. We'll we'll get into that later. I have I have a similar thought process on that too. All right, as well. See, we're all just gonna stomp on Regan. Okay. Who invited this kid? All right, I got one more then. Uh, oh, so you could talk, right? I asked you guys if you had any more. Well, Regan, Regan kind of did. <laughs> I know. Did. Jerry, who are the Pats taking? No, no, no. Who, uh, Defensive who are the Pats taking? I have player. no. I have Mac Jones falling all the way back to them. Ah, gross. Uh, and that might just be the bias inside of me. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a ton of solid logic behind it, but I don't see... Um, with, with Trey Lance going third and Atlanta possibly trading out, um, I can see Justin Fields maybe going to the Broncos and then Mac Jones isn't, he's not there in the top 10. And I think he could fall back to 15 or if he's still available around nine, 10, 11, I could see them maybe moving up. I'm getting a Josh Rosen vibe from Mac Jones. Oh, for sure. In the sense that he's going to slip from the draft. And he's going to be overhyped and not worth it. Yep. I, I think there's been a lot of smoke screens around Mac Jones. Every analyst seems to love him, and there's just n- not as much to back it up. And I don't think the teams love him as much as everybody wants them to. So yeah, it's just yeah, a lot that's... of hype. A lot of hype. So I was listening to uh, Ryan Wilson of uh, CBS, and he was talking about how. All the coaches love him, like his brain, like his the mental aspect of him. It's just his physical capabilities, his physique. And it's like, and it's like, all right, he's not, he's not going to be sustainable in our offense, especially with the way the league is going right now, where you need to be able to run the ball as a quarterback. Right, right. He is more of a pocket passer, and um, his accuracy is there, and, and his NFL readiness is there. Um, there's just a lot more of his game that still needs to be developed. And I, and I don't know what his ceiling is. He may have a lower ceiling. He may. He does right, have got... crazy weapons. It's, you know, it's just tough. Right. Crazy weapons, great offense. Right. I'm just going to add that Max said our offense. He's Win. converted. Got ya. Uh, the light, the light worked. Recorded, man. <laughs> it's on, it's on tape. What are you talking about? Uh, I was speaking as coaches in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Go back and listen to it. Last question. And we'll go back and listen to that. All right. So, Jerry, this one. All right. Tight ends, 1.5. The over is plus 350. Now, the Jags are uh, rumored to take Pat Faramuth at the number 25. Also, I could wager plus 1,000 uh, for the Jags to take him there straight up. Or should I just take uh, the over on the 1.5 in case another team tries to take a tight end like Buffalo? Excuse me. Um, so I actually I like the long shot. I like where your head's at there. Um, it's a t- it's 10 to 1. So whatever you wager, it's 10 to 1. So you could do a smaller wager to make your money on that. Um and and not risk as much um because i do think there is there is a top two in tight ends and then it falls way off and i do think if if fryermuth does go in the first round jacksonville could be the potential landing spot for sure and um and then you've you, you've kind of put together a parlay without knowing it and uh you have your one and a half you you hit that and you hit your long shot bet at the same time so I would go. I I mean, if if you're a true believer and you think that there is going to be two tight ends that go in the first round, it's gonna be Frymuth, and um, so you're already halfway there on the bet. And if you pick the landing spot at Jacksonville, um, I believe I I actually have them have taken an edge rusher, um, at the at 25. I haven't taken Milton Williams, um, but Which defense would probably make more sense. Um, but. There is a chance, uh, like I said, there is a, a clear top two for tight ends. So, um, 
if you you're going to go over a, the one and a half. Can you tell us what a parlay is, asking uh, for a friend? <laughs> a, a parlay is putting together two legs of a bet that both have to hit to uh, greatly increase your odds. Um, most parlays, like if you're taking two what would be straight bets normally at minus 110, you put those two together and they both hit. Say you want... Um, Say you want the bills and the over, the bills by the spread and the over. It takes the minus one ten, minus one ten, and it makes it plus two sixty. So you'd be uh, you'd be winning two and a half times your money back. I like that. But they both have to hit. <laughs> right. It's hard. So you, so you have more moving parts, um, and and you can you can move it with three, four, five parts, and the odds increase with it. But every single leg of that bet has to hit. My history with parlays is that the second leg of the bet always is crushing, and it's looking so good until it's like the a pirate leg, end. and then yeah. it's just yeah, it's it's brutal and it hurts. Yeah, my my history with parlays is that the fourth leg never hits, and then I watch four figures <laughs> go out the window. <laughs> so, so I will avoid that. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh. So yeah, when I when I said my sixty percent that I hit on on college football, that is straight bets only. I gotcha. Every once in a while, I throw a parlay in, you know, get cute with it, but doesn't often pan out. Um, most uh, mostly everything that I bet is a straight bet. All right, good to know. All right, give me one bet that you are just in love with. Uh one bet that I am in love with. Oh, I like. Bet. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> I, I like uh, Pe- Penny Sewell. Um, he's five and a half uh, over under five and a half. I like the under on it. Um, it only pays out minus one sixty five, but that's something that I feel like can be locked in. All right. All right. Noted. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, the the Bengals have to. Protect Burrow. I don't see them I, going for a weapon. They might be stupid, I, but I, I don't think they're at that. Po- I don't think they're at that point yet. As long as I don't have them in my mock draft, we're good. Yep. All right. So I agree with you, Jerry. I don't have them. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we lost Jerry, so we got it. <laughs> yeah. we <did>. Well, <laughs> well thank you very much, problem. Jerry. <laughs> much appreciated. <laughs> Ryan booted his own brother. What a jerk. I know. Right. He's like, all right, he's taking too much of my shine. <laughs> yeah. That talks right. too much. How about we get into the uh, rules for the, the little draft game we're doing? I like it. Yeah. So all this right. is uh, it's exciting. So how we're going to play this out is that we're all going to make projections on where the 10 most interesting players to us are going to land as far as the spot. Uh, so the rules for the draft game are going to be the lowest score wins. It's going to be very much like golf. You want to have a smaller differentiation from your projected pick to the actual pick. So that's how your score is going to be calculated. If one of our lock it in picks is correct, we will be able to null an incorrect selection of our choice. So let's say for example, uh, we have Kyle Pitts locked in at 104, and he goes 104. And then we had another player who might have been eight, nine, ten positions off from where we projected. We could then null that player that was off by eight to nine, ten, however many um, positions. So uh, the winner of this is going to get a four pack of Hetty Topper from the Alchemist Brewery. A little shout out to you guys. Uh, that's in my fridge right now, fresh from Vermont. And the loser. Is gonna get iced. Oh, gotta get iced. Iced Smirnoff iced. I like it. Yep. Like <laughs> so scared. It's just degrading. It's gonna. It's gonna uh, it is degrading. That's when you I mean. get iced, it's, you just feel shitty, and it's usually warm, and it's in front of a group of people. Yeah, Mac did it to me last year at our draft. It was really humiliating. Good job. It was also terrible. I hate Smirnoff ice. Shout out to Smirnoff ice. I like it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's the those are the draft rules. So the ten players that we're highlighting are going to be. Let's see here. Come on, Hetty Topper. 
So the first player that we are looking at, Trey Lance. Mac, where you got him? Real quick. Uh, you want to just go over the list real quick for me? Sure. Let's do uh, it. So we got yeah, uh, do, do uh, one through ten real quick. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get Jerry on right now. So go right okay. ahead. So we got uh, four quarterbacks. So we left Trevor Lawrence out of the list. I think it's a, he's a sure lock to go one on one to the Jaguars. If I'm wrong, then I they, then I'll lose the competition. Uh, you get ice twice. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we got four quarterbacks: Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. Uh, the three receivers we're looking at are Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle. Uh, the top two running backs in this draft, although some people would argue uh, Javante Williams should be in this discussion. I have Travis at the end and Najee Harris. Uh, and then the one tight end who's, you know, from what everybody's saying is a wide receiver tight end, a uh, hybrid Kyle Pitts. We're going to be projecting where he's going as well. Um, so as we go, we're going to lock in a couple of these guys. We're going to give you a little bit more info on those players and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Do you want me to go while uh, Max doing work? Uh, I already sent him the invite, so if he joins us as we're going, that's totally cool. If not, uh, good night to Jerry. Thank you very much for joining. Hopefully, uh, people. Oh, it looks like he's joining. You spoke too soon. You should have said that five minutes ago. (laughs) I was hedging my bets. Do you put it? All right, so why don't we why don't we get started as we wait for Jerry here, and as he jumps in, we can we can ask him what his opinion might be. Give him a little recap. All right, so trying to get back in now, guys. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that! What did you run out of beer? So you cut your phone off? I don't even know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) The app crashed. The app completely crashed. I had to I had to back out, restart my phone, everything. Hey, don't put oh, bad wow. words into their name. We need them. <laughs> put, a little, put a little too bit too much on that penny soul bet, so he wasn't able to pay his phone bill. He's gonna have Ooh. to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jerry, I just went over the draft game, uh, the draft game rules, and uh, we're gonna highlight ten players here. We're gonna project where they're going, and then we're gonna ask for your uh, insight once we get through them. Okay. All right. All so. Right. Trey Lance. Matt, Trey why don't you kick us off? All right. Uh, it's a little, little weird, I guess, to uh, to go a little out of order here. Uh, but I think he is going to drop to number seven for Detroit. Uh, just real quick, uh, new general manager, new new coach. They got to make sure they bring in some big high prospect to uh, keep players engaged for their future and the fans. Where do you got him going, Regan? I uh, got him at 103 for the 49ers as a lock, and it came out to it came out this week that they're the 49ers are pretty much in between Mac Jones and uh, Trey Lance. And I was actually reading Ryan's uh, uh, markup on this, and I'll let him go uh, say it, but uh, him saying that. Uh, you pretty much redshirt them, and you had Jimmy G for this year. What a great scenario. So I'll let you uh, speak further on that, though, Ryan. Yeah, I had Trey Lance as a lock, too, to the Niners. Um, I know Jerry agrees with us as well. Um, just to kind of piggyback off of what you just said, Regan, and what Jerry said earlier, he fits the narrative. I mean, the, the Niners have been consistent. Both Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been consistent with Jimmy G being the starter this year. And I get that. They're two years removed from the Super Bowl. They know that he's able to, you know, get them that far. And they're really one quarter away from pulling off the whole thing. So I do think they're confident in Jimmy G this year. I think Lance would be, uh, you know, a good quarterback to, to have behind him to, to sit and to, and to um, develop. And uh, it seems like around the league, you know, there are more analysts day by day that are saying Trey Lance is the guy. So I'm high on Lance here. Jerry, do you have anything more to add? 
no, I think you hit it all right on the head. I, I just I just think he fits in as a, as a dual threat, and again, the the true red shirt thing. There won't be as much pressure as picking one of the other big names for Shanahan when Garoppolo has a bad game. There won't be as much pressure just to plug him in, and it will let Shanahan and Lynch run what they need to run. It's a really good point. Without distraction. Or yeah, without bit. the distraction, yes. Max getting iced. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I just, I don't know, the the, the rumors and everything, um, and just that t- style of quarterback that uh, Shanahan likes, I don't know. He, he likes Kirk Cousins, so. Mm. Mac Jones seems like a younger Kirk Cousins. Anyway, moving on. So we got next is uh, Zach Wilson. Mac. All right, so Zach Wilson, I uh, have him going to the Jets at number two, which, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. which you guys have him going there as well. <laughs> which we he all is, do. Yeah. He is yeah. not my lock because I don't want to be too easy. I deleted mine too. That's I'm right. calling an audible. <laughs> yep, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had it as a lock. I was like, ah, oh, that's cheap. And then you it, did it like five it, minutes later. <laughs> it is cheap, but hey, it's whatever. Uh, any edge you can get in a game. All right, enough with that. Justin Fields. <laughs> uh, I have him dropping. I just, I just have a feeling with all the rumors of the other quarterbacks, and people are just forgetting about Fields. He seems like that quarterback that's going to drop. Not too far though. I think he's going to go to the Broncos at number nine overall. What about you, Ryan? I actually have a big trade being pulled off here. I think the Washington football team moves from 19th to 7th, which is going to take a lot. But, you know, when they're rolling the dice on Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Henneke, like they already flopped on Dwayne Haskins. Um, So I I think Justin Fields is a guy who's high energy. He's athletic. Um, And when you you look at that offense with Terry McLaurin and Cam Sims and – Antonio Gibson, you have you have athletes all over the field. So just to add another athlete, it would be, um, you know, I think it would be a solid move for that for that team and that offense. But you yeah, got definitely would. What are you say, Mac? I said it definitely would. Uh, how oh. much are you willing to give up for him, though? How much do you think they're going to give up? I think I think to move up 13 spots, you'd have to give up a few future first. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, maybe a couple. I mean, it's not as significant as like moving. If you're the Niners, moving from twelve to to three, um, but a first and and probably a few more draft picks. Maybe not another first, but maybe a second or a couple thirds, something like that. You could see two seconds, sadly. Yeah. Um. So mine's actually the Patriots because there's a there's been a lot of talk uh, of the Patriots possibly moving up in the draft for. Fields. Um, I have them trading with the Panthers at 108. Um, I I looked at the thought of them trading up to with Detroit at 107, but I just don't see Detroit doing business with us (laughs) in general. So uh, yeah, uh, trade between the Panthers. The Panthers they need, you know, they need a little bit, but I think at 108 they won't get the receiver that they want. They don't need a running back, obviously. So maybe the Patriots can sweeten the deal on that one. Just trade it for Sam Darnold. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jerry? So I have him. I I agree with Mac on this. I, I have him going to Denver. What? Um, I have him. I do. I have him falling to Denver. Um, I just and that's yeah. You know, pending Denver making any moves forward or backward, I, I still don't know exactly what they're going to do. Um, they're a little unpredictable, but I think if he if he does fall and gets to the ninth position, I think Denver's crazy not to jump on it. I don't see them going far with Drew Locke. Yeah, I don't see the Broncos passing him up. The only way I see them missing out on fields is if somebody tra- trades above them. It's the only thing I could see, but... If you're the Broncos, though, it's a lot easier to trade from – what pick are they? Ninth? Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to trade from ninth and up to, you know, 15th and up. You know, that's tough. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, I could see somebody jumping ahead of them and taking Fields. I could see Fields maybe going at the number four spot if Atlanta moves to, to anyone else. Um, and then at that point, I think Micah Parsons is a really good fit for, uh, you know, a Vic Fangio defense. Good stuff. We'll see. They, uh, there's some uh, attitude problems with Micah Parsons. He seems to be dropping on a lot of boards, so we'll see. Yeah. All right, next we got – who do we just do? Justin yeah. Fields, right? Uh, Mac Jones next. I have him going at 1.3 to the 49ers. I'm believing the rumors, man. I'm just – I think they're going to do it. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's just too simple. I'm not going to overthink it. I agree, though. Oh, you look at that. You agree. Yeah, if they don't – if they don't, like I said, they, they came agree. out – well, no, I think it's Trey Lance. But... I was like, wait, I didn't read that. <laughs> well, no, it's. I think Freaking it was Trey Lance. Like I said, they uh, they were in between those two players. So if it's not Trey Lance, it's my uh, Mac Jones. Regan just wants everybody to win. It's like, yeah, get, get your <laughs> team player, team. bro. He's like the guy in the longest yard. Stop booing people. Both teams have tried very hard. <laughs> It's that guy like on uh, oh, hormone pills. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not be compared to him. <laughs> My nipples are really sore. <laughs> that wasn't a quote, folks. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that was just me. That was All a right, quote from Jones. That's why he's going to be selected later in the draft. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I actually have the Broncos making a move here to move up to four and, flop and swap in with the Falcons. Uh I think that's where Mac Jones goes. I could see the top four picks being four quarterbacks. Uh, so I'm not overly confident with that, but that's what I'm going to say for now. Yeah, it's just seems that type of year, man, that everybody's just quarterback happy. So don't blame mm-hmm. you. All right, next we got Jamar Chase with the number six to Miami for me, and this is my lock. Uh, I just think uh, – the way the draft is going to lay out, they need the best skill position player. And spoiler alert, I think Pitts is going before that. And we'll get to him later. But Jamar Chase of Miami as my lock. One of three. <laughs> We're doing three locks, people. Regan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just going to let the, the fans know, because you cut me off on Jones, that I had him come to the Broncos. We already for, went over like, that, didn't we? No. No, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, oh okay. he missed the win. I, I don't remember um, that. But. I, t- I, t- I tell the kid he's going to lose the first round, and he's like, I hate this I, I, you're dead to me. I'm literally going to open my door tomorrow. There's going to be a six-pack of ice just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Mac Jones I had going, going ninth. But uh, Chase, I have him going to the Bengals because I think they're going to be dumb. And not get a lineman. <laughs> I know they need a lineman. They need to protect that QB, but they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go chase. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I agree that they need a lineman. I think Penesol will be a great fit there, but I think the connection between Burrow and Jamar Chase and what they had in LSU, winning a national championship, uh, they already have that chemistry. Um, I think if you throw him into the mix with T Higgins. Uh, with Tyler Boyd, I mean, that's a really good young wide receiver corpse. And you can always draft, uh, you know, uh, you can always develop your line and, and, the, and fill in those holes later on in the draft. So I think they go Jamar Chase here. Thank you very much. Right, uh, I don't put it past a desperate franchise like Cincinnati to not protect their quarterback and pick up Jamar Chase. So I, I do think if they do not pick up Sewell, um, they're going to go Chase. Makes sense. All right, what's next on the dock? Yes. Mac just left us. <laughs> Slim, uh, Slim Shady. Turn. <laughs> All right, Reeks, we'll, uh, we'll go first here. So like Devontae it. Smith is next on the list. Mr. Weighing in at 166 pounds. So Ooh, um, toothpick. Oh yeah. Slim Shady, man. I'm telling you. I didn't so, weigh that since freshman year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have him going to, Riggs? 
So I got him going uh, to Lions at seven. Uh, I think just be, you know they missed uh, they missed out on Kenny Galladay. He left, went to the Giants. They're going to need something for um, Jared Goff to throw to. They got nothing over there now, so I don't see them passing up a Heisman Trophy winner at seventh overall. Um, I'm not going to call it a steal, but with Chase gone, I think he's that's just a great pick there. You don't see Quintez Cephas as their number one option? <laughs> nope, because I would have wrote that if I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mac, Devontae Smith, where you got him? I have him going to the Patriots at 15 overall. I think he's going to drop there. Uh, people are scared of his size right now. Uh, and you see a lot of the draft experts saying, oh, yeah, they're talking to all these general managers. They're like, ah, they just wish he was, like, you know, 15, 20 pounds bigger. And I'm a cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> I think he eats plenty, I'm sure. He's yeah. a college student. and Yeah, and – I just think uh, the way the Patriots have some small guys as their receivers, they're going to use him just the right way, and uh, he's going to he's going to be their best uh, target. But sadly, with uh, Cam Newton throwing to him, it's not going to be a great rookie year. Ouch! <laughs> I think you're going to like my uh, projection here, Mac. Actually, I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but I have the Dolphins moving up from 18th to 13th. Okay. Uh, Picking Devontae Smith, I think they have a lot of stock in this draft, a lot of capital, and they're going to be looking to move up. They're probably going to bounce around the draft, moving down, moving up, and I think this is this is an opportunity for them to sneak up into the top 15, grab one of the top receivers in the draft, um, and I think they would pair that receiver with Penny Sewell, filling two needs uh, within the first 15 picks. So you have them taking Sewell with their sixth pick. So you were I saying? do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Just out of con- just for context purposes. All right. Cool. Hey, I won't hate it. I won't hate it. I would love somebody familiar with Tua. So yeah. Uh, uh, Regan, I, I didn't uh, skip you, did I? No, I went first. <laughs> Jerry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Jerry, go ahead. I have uh, I have Devonta Smith going to the Giants. Okay. I think um, I think they they're pretty desperate to make Daniel Jones look much better, um, and they're gonna need the speedster and they're gonna need the flash that he has. And I don't think I think they're gonna be less afraid of his size, which I think will be an issue with the Lions. I don't think they'll take him because of his size, mm. um, but I I do think um, uh, the Giants are a good landing spot for him right at eleven. All right, very good. All right, let's move this along a bit quicker here. Uh, for my uh, second lock, I have Jalen Waddle. Excuse me. You're going to be hearing a lot of Jalens on the Eagles with the number 12 pick overall. I'm thinking they're going to take Waddle. They want to make Jalen Hurts successful. They need weapons for him. And I just think they're going to go another wide receiver because they love wide receivers over there. Uh, hopefully Rager makes a comeback and uh, pair him up with Waddle and see what happens. Ryan, how about you? I'm, I'm locking in Waddle with the Eagles. Ah, um, nice. Explosive, athletic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can really make those big plays. He is the Sean Jackson 2.0. If you watch film in this guy, I think um, people don't realize how important he was as a returner on special teams as well. So he, he really, I think he fits that Deshaun Jackson um, comp for sure. Good How stuff. are you, Regan? Yeah, so I actually have him going to the Dolphins. Um, I pretty, I you know, not for any particular reason other than them wanting a weapon and Chase being gone. Like you said earlier, uh, people being nervous about Smith. Uh, so I think they just go with the next best weapon and go waddle. Hey, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. How about you, Jerry? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you guys. I have him locked in at 12. Um, mm. I think he's exactly what Philly's looking to do, and that's a good landing spot. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, Travis Etienne. I have him going 
later, I am going to the Bills. Bills need a running back, and I think they're gonna they gonna kind of reach and just take him with their first overall pick because all the best defensive players will be off the board by then, and they don't need a receiver. And I think they're like we need a running game, so that's my pick there. How about you, Ryan? Ooh, I'm excited about this one. I have him going two eight to the Broncos. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, both in contract years. Um, they need a running back of the future. If they're going to land a quarterback of the future with that first pick, they're going to want somebody in the backfield that they can rely on. I think Travis Etienne to the to the Broncos at two way is a steal. We don't pick players in the second round. That's just not good <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't one do my homework these. either on him, Regan. <laughs> no, one, one or two of these guys in this top ten are definitely dropping to the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's just what happens every year. Um, yep. For my uh, – Francie and I had him going uh, also to the Bills with their the 30th pick overall. Nice. Them just needing to run him back. So uh, I think that's a good call, Mac. Yeah, I think it's a good call too. <laughs> I might have copied your homework there. Oh, How there you, you go. Jerry? I have him going early second round. I, I haven't second, looked into yeah. which numbers. Uh, just, yeah. I didn't do my homework on him. Uh, it makes <laughs> um, sense. It I makes did sense. see. I I did see there were some articles about how Clemson thinks that he's being disrespected mm. by not being considered as a first round pick. And you know, if, if one of these other teams that you know is projected to take a, a, a lineman or something, if they decide to jump on it, uh, somebody somebody may see something on him and take him. Um, but I see him going like early second, um, maybe 2-2 two, two or 2-4. Two, like Jonathan Taylor last year. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's going to bite on uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, so they might bite on a different running back uh, this season. Mm. This draft. All right, Regan, who's next up? We have Najee Harris next, mm. and I have him as a lock at one uh, pick uh 24 to the Steelers I think they have they just need help (laughs) they need a running back they got rid of Connor Connor's with Arizona now uh you know they they you know they fell off with their line looks a little sluggish compared I don't know if it was just the team itself because the years before they were looking pretty so uh Najee Harris is a beast he like we said in our earlier podcast He's a Derrick Henry with hands. So I, easy easy plug and play with him. He's ready to go, NFL ready. Ryan? You know, I have him going to the Steelers too, although I, I think a lot Uh-oh. of people have him going here, and it might be overhyped. They have a lot of work to do, especially with that offensive line. So they might try to go offensive line here and then pick up a running back later in the draft. But I have him going at, at 24 to the Steelers as well. You sure you don't want to call an audible? Not to the one you picked. No, I never audible. <laughs> you never audible. That's why uh, Jared always kicks your ass in Madden. Uh, I just throw the tight end in Madden every play. <laughs> I just suck at Madden, so I stop playing. <laughs> uh, I also played Madden with like 2012. <laughs> yeah, same. Ouch. All right, I have uh, Harris going to Miami. At the 18th pick, I don't see him trading. I think they're just going to take another offensive player, uh, skill player there. And yeah, they they're rumored to wanting a running back to help. And I think if either Etienne or Harris drops there, and I think they're going to take him, uh, Najee Harris there. So not locking it in, but. I have a hunch because of uh, some guys that I follow on Twitter, uh, <laughs> Joe Shad, uh, who works for the Post, Miami Post down there, uh, is talking about how they're really wanting a running back because they're heavily in on Aaron Jones uh, in free agency. So they need somebody uh, to run the ball because they didn't run the ball too well. They were okay. They were consistent, but nothing uh, game-changing. Uh, they're more passing backs, so I don't know. I think that's where uh, they're going to go. So you lied to me in an earlier podcast, and you said Probably. they were happy. Jerry? <laughs> I did more research. I don't want to hear it. Lie to you. Jerry, I you go. You. From random guys <laughs> I, on Twitter. 
they're journos. Is it, is it my turn now? Is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I, Jerry. Have, I go. also have him at twenty-four. Uh, the team needs a spark. The Steelers need a spark, and he can do a lot of damage in the flat with his hands, and he can run the ball. I I think he might be the spark to get him going, especially with an aging quarterback that's not going to be able to throw as far and not going to be as accurate. I think he's going to have to do a lot of work in the flat, and he's, and he's going to be he's going to be a workhorse if he goes there. So, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, so the last one, guys, is Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I have him as a lock. I called from maybe like our second podcast ever that wow. he was going to the Falcons at pick four. Now, it was a possibility they could trade out of that spot, but if they don't, they're taking Pitts. They're not going to pass up somebody like that. Uh, I'm just looking at you guys. All right, let's go, Ryan. <laughs> I haven't went away to the Panthers. I think uh, I think the Falcons do trade out of that spot. I think a quarterback ends up going in that fourth spot, and uh, I think Kyle Pitts slips a little bit. I just I I don't. We've talked about this before. Tight ends don't make the most immediate impact, and I understand that this guy has a lot of talent and he could be a superstar in the league, but you, you just don't know. And to wait around a couple of years, I mean, I guess for some of these teams in the top ten, it might be worth it, but. I just, I don't I just don't see it. So I say one oh eight to the to the Panthers. All right, Mac. Yeah, uh it does make sense. They're in a win now mode. Uh with Matt Ryan's last last legs here. So I just think uh they need that Tony Gonzalez type uh playmaker at tight end, and I think that's the route they're going. So not to copy you, Regan, but he is also my lock, Kyle Pitts for the Falcons. Like so, it. Uh the number four pick overall. And now Ryan's and, getting iced. Nice. <laughs> <Let's hope so. laughs> we, we stepped all over Regan's take on it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, so I have him actually going to, uh, to Miami. I, I think Atlanta trades out of that position. I think if Atlanta stays there, it's a very good possibility that they pick him up. But I see him fitting in Miami with Miami having so much other talent and weapons oh, now. He fits um, so perfectly. I, I feel like he's a good fit there, and I feel like the pressure wouldn't be there for him to get started right away and make an immediate impact. I, and I think they can give him the time to get acquainted with the offense and turn him into a deadly weapon and red zone, red zone threat by the, by the end of the season. Yeah, and just to, to piggyback off that, sorry, uh, Atlanta came out saying that they're accepting offers for Julio Jones. The thing is, they really can't even afford to pay their signings from the draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where they're at. So do they go and grab Kyle Pitts and put themselves more in a hole without the sure thing of them getting something for Julio or someone else? No, that's a question for all you guys. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think? How about you, Ryan, first? Yeah, I mean, they got to clear up some cap space. Um, you know, it seems like trading Julio is, is the most logical thing. I still, I still think he has a lot of value. He's getting older. Uh, you have Calvin Ridley who can take over as the number one option. Um, it's just, tough. I don't know. Like, they have Hayden Hurst. Um, you know, maybe they can fill another need. Like, you know that offense is still going to be pretty decent. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm just not sold on Pitts going forward to the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't ask you first. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Regan, I would love it if you are right because Kyle Pitts is the best pass catching player in this draft right now. He By far, if you ask doesn't me, doesn't drop. Doesn't drop a catch all last year. I will gladly take him over any of the receivers or any other running backs in this draft. And if he drops to Miami, I will go streaking or something. I'll be that happy. <laughs> I will not be there. I think it's – Max seemed a little excited when, when Jerry said Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what's yeah, going he, on he over there. himself. <laughs> there was a moan. I have to go change my shorts now. But. <laughs> you loved your tip, Jerry. <laughs> it was a great tip. So, uh, that's uh, no foreplay so needed. I just think, I just think with Atlanta uh, being a win now team, uh, you you have to get him on his on his rookie deal to really be able to perform. 
and does he get acquainted and really perform that well in his rookie deal before they got to pay him? I just I don't see it being a great great fit. Hey, you know, you have your opinion. Then there's wrong opinions and there's right yeah. opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell, and we only have to wait until uh, Thursday. I love that. I, I think it's yeah, hilarious. I know I keep referencing our earlier podcast, but you had mentioned, I think it was Mac. It was like, oh, you guys know that tight end that's going. And that was before I started really, like, really getting into it. And I, I knew his name, but I didn't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. And now I've just been watching him all the time. The guy's amazing. Oh, yeah. You didn't know his name. Called him Kevin Pitts. That's what, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I was kind of off. Hey, the, the last name's on the jersey, man. That's all I need to know. Oh, okay. Gro- growing up, I knew no one's first name or their faces. <laughs> You've been very take committed in him going to Atlanta, though. You've stuck yeah, to your yeah. guns big time on that one. So thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I swear to God, if it's wrong, I'll be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, uh, I'll be so mad more. I would love it. All right. Well, Jerry, thank you very much for coming on and uh, no giving us your tips and. Uh, just I hope at least one of them's them. right. You know, <laughs> hopefully it's mine. You know, I don't care if any of theirs are right. So right. Uh, just like to thank the uh, the audience there to listening, watching this video. If you could just hit the like and subscribe button, follow us on our socials at Just the Tip FFP on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, anybody have anything for the leftovers? Keep an eye out for that mock draft that's coming out. Uh, mm. We're going to be posting that tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's exciting stuff. Holy cow. I don't know what that, <laughs> that was. but It's getting late, buddy. Uh, on the <laughs> it's all that water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really getting to me. I don't know. It's too filtered. No, that's good stuff. And uh, I'd love to have Jerry on later on and talk about some real in, in-season uh, bets and stuff like that. I think that'd be great. Good stuff. Let's do it right before college, Stas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely will. Yep. Next week, we will recap what happens in the draft and see who wins the game. Oh, that reminds me, our little, our little uh, mock draft game. Uh, who won that? Anybody know the score? I think Jerry agreed with all of us for the most part. No, 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 no. The mock, the mock draft. Oh, I think it was a tie. It ended in a tie. You're right. Yep. This is ridiculous. It's what? ridiculous. What'd you get? Yeah. Your mom to vote, Mac? Mm. You were in like last. Definitely. Twitter. His mom, his sister. <laughs> oh, he's got like it. Regan filled his team. Regan filled his team with the most fragile guys that lost me all of my years mm-hmm. playing. <laughs> so sport. Yeah, Matt I R Regan. You know that's what he. That's yeah, what he yeah, I R Regan. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I am pretty sore. I'm not gonna lie. That's nice. You hit uh, thirty and everything hurts. That yeah. is true. If I really had my whole family vote, you guys would have lost in a landslide. So, oh yeah, I, that's a true I story. Did not, I did Just not by siblings, go campaigning like crazy. So, uh, I'd like to thank our producer Kyle Haviland for putting this all together for us. Uh, we appreciate it. Here's to you, Kyle. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.